0: Los Angeles, are you ready to confess? Because guess what? We are going back on tour. That's right. LA is our first stop on October 21st at the TerraGram Ballroom. Doors open at six o'clock. Bring your homies, bring your girls, bring your partner, and bring those confessions because the night is going to be filled with naughty little secrets. And you know how we turn up at a good mom show. So I cannot wait to see you. That's October 21st at the TerraGram Ballroom. Click the link in this episode description and get your tickets today. And like, even
1: just as moms, we say things and we plant seeds and then we keep going and we hope that it, we hope that it like imprints on them, but it does. And you know, this brings me to our affirmation. Luna was having, a um, having a, like, a, like being scared to go to sleep and saying she was scared. And I was like, um, I'm brave. I'm strong. I'm powerful. Nothing's coming to get me. I'm safe. I'm brave, I'm, I'm strong, strong, I'm powerful, powerful. I nothing's coming to get me, I'm, I'm safe. safe. And like a few weeks later, she was like getting nervous, like she was getting scared or something and out of nowhere she was like, I'm brave, I'm strong, I'm powerful, nothing's coming to get me, I'm safe, and I was like, yes! <laughs> oh my gosh, I remembered it, I didn't even remember it.
0: Welcome back to Good Mom's Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy hump day, guys. Happy Wednesday. How are you feeling, my love? I feel good. We have a new couch in our studio today. It's yellow, which makes me happy. So I feel joyful. I feel ju jubilant? Jub jubilant. Jubilant. Jubilant? Jub jub, jub-, 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 jub- Jubilee. Jubilee.
1: <laughs> this is what happens when we try to use new words. <laughs> That's why we keep using the same
0: 12 big words that we know. Container and. (laughs) Shut up. Um, If you are watching on YouTube or you're not, go to to YouTube because we look cute today. I'm I'm wearing one of our merch items. I have our hat on. Um, Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We kind of cute. We got like a cute little like 25,000 subscribers on YouTube over there. Wow. If you haven't subscribed yet. Come on. And I'd be commenting back. I'd be in there. I'd be in the comments on YouTube cursing people out a little bit. So are YouTubers mean? Yeah, they are (laughs) because it's like, it's like the dark web. I feel like there's no real profiles. Uh, They can hide better. Yeah. So if you got cursed out in our YouTube comments, just know that was me. It was me. Um, But if you said nice things, I also said, nice nice things back.
1: I'm usually the one cursing out people on Instagram. (laughs) I'm getting flagged every time, even though people are disrespecting me. I'm like, you know what? I have a problem with this. So you can come here and talk shit, but I can't respond.
0: <laughs> you go on the you go on the the comment section deep dive of Instagram. Mila will send me text like she'll screenshot shit and text me, and I'm like, where? What is this post even from? And she's like, it's the one with Jordan Sparks. They said that we're witches and they said we're all going to hell for pulling tarot cards. Recently I went through those text
1: messages. I'm like, first of all, poor fucking Jordan. <laughs> Second of all, the logic is crazy. Like every time I think like religion is a dying breed, I see these ridiculous things. It's like jordan save yourself the tarot cards i'm like do you re-? someone was like the moon the stars the moon the stars and the tarot i was like who in the fuck do you think made the moon and the stars bitch <laughs> and the tarot and i was like you do realize the bible was created by a bunch of prophets who got downloads i'm like sounds like magical witch shit to me
0: she didn't even she, she wasn't even a tarot card that she posted a picture of it was like a it was picture a goddess of like, card it was like a s- picture of a snake. I know, but it was a card. It was know, a snake on it was a card. card. It's about like shedding old skin. I'm like, you guys are slow. And your titty is about to pop out at any moment. I just know it. I can see it. The, f- the nipple is about to go to war with that
1: top. Don't, don't hang on my bottom cleavage. <laughs> you know, I just came to the conclusion, like the internet is such a dumb place. Especially leaving such a, um, we just got back from our retreat. I'm wearing a hat. My hair is not done. And I'm also still my Mexico vibes slash Madonna d j makes the people come
0: together ow that
1: was I, my, you remember
0: that? I hope she's okay. <laughs> I need to do a check-in yeah, maybe you should update me because your random updates with no end <laughs> listen i got I got a mess I got a post saying Madonna was not okay and that she was shitting on herself so. And then she that recorded was the last to me I heard I totally needed to know. And I was like, what the fuck? Madonna's a motherfucking legend. She, we, we can't lose Madonna. There's certain people we just can't afford to lose. Madonna, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I have a news for you. <laughs> Angela Bassett. <laughs> We're going to lose, you know, I'm for- We can't afford to lose Angela Bassett. We're
1: losing everyone.
0: I know, but not including right us.
1: This is not forever. This isn't temporary. Oh, wow, I'm usually the dark one. We're going to lose everyone and everything. Not lose. They will transition and you will no longer be able to be with them in the physical.
0: I know. I had that thought today. I was staring at my child as she slept this morning and I was like, wow, one day I'm not going to be here.
1: That's, sc- that's the scariest thing on earth to look at your child and be like, oh my
0: God, I'm not going to be here, but you're going to be here without me. Without me
1: yeah i'm like are you gonna be okay i always say this being a parent is a highly scary liability because once you have a kid it's a liability outside of yourself that you ain't shit you could do about it you could just protect it hopefully teach it and if shit happens you got to deal with it yeah. everything that comes okay. whew, darkness
0: <sighs>
1: but i think that's the part of the enlightenment right like not having an attachment to anything And not like not an attachment to your kids because obviously like there's healthy attachment, but just understanding that we are uh, indestructible. We are infinity. Like we exist no matter what forever over and over again in the ethers or in this amazing human form where I could have really good under cleavage.
0: Yeah, I've been staring at my child as she slept the past two nights and just thinking about how difficult it is to stay present all the time and you know this weekend I went to see the Barbie movie and I actually left my commentary um, on the Barbie movie in our Patreon so make sure you go check out Patreon. <laughs> Very important commentary for me because I am a movie critic if you Got don't it. know um, <laughs> and I was when I was watching the movie I was looking at her and I was like oh my god like Time has flown. I remember the days of me playing with Barbies and dolls, and now I have this and now I have a child that is playing with maybe not Barbies so much anymore, but just how time evolves, traditions somehow stay the same. playing with dolls, all these different things that kind of get passed on along the way. Who started playing with dolls? I have no idea that's the witchcraft. <laughs> Is it witchcraft? Or I don't know. Just, I
1: just made it up. I don't
0: think it's witchcraft. Everybody think thinks everything's witchcraft. Might as well go with it. I think it's more so imagination. Uh Imagination or conditioning. Because it he, about, I think it's a mixture of imagination and conditioning because then no one gave boys dolls. Well, if you did, it, well, they gave them action figures. You know, they gave girls dolls cards. to play moms. Did they give
1: us girls dolls to play moms or did we just get the dolls and then play fucking moms? Because that's what we saw. We imitated our moms. Maybe. And like the family. And then they hunched.
0: Maybe. Maybe. I mean, yeah. And that's what, I, you know, I did appreciate that they addressed a lot of this stuff in the in the movie. And I actually feel like the movie was not for kids at all. I, I actually wouldn't recommend it for a kid. Luna
1: called me. The first thing she said to me on FaceTime, Barbie was inappropriate. <laughs> I was like, Barbie was inappropriate. I was like, what do you mean? She said, Nana, you tell her. I was like, what the fuck is Barbie doing? She's like. They, was, she's like they said bad words. It's like what words? And her nano was like, um, "Vagina, penis, and the f word." And I was like, "Luna, vagina and penis are not bad words."
0: First of all, our both of our children hear, hear us curse all day long. So I, I know that's why I was like, my kid, my
1: sensitive child. I guess we don't say like vagina and penis all day, but I keep telling her these are not bad words. And I was like, I was like, everybody has either a vagina or a penis, and and I was like, and I was like, I don't even know why they were saying it because Barbie don't even got a vagina. Well, that was that's what they said. And she it. said, "Yeah, that's what they said." And I was like, "Well, that's a fact."
0: Um, I do feel like like a lot of the jokes totally went over. Actually, I would say like ninety percent of the jokes went over Irie's head, and it was more so about just like a nos- nostalgic like. It was like entertainment for them. Like there were moments of dance, there were moments of singing, and then Barbie looking cute, and also hopefully, the 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 idea that. Barbie is not should not be regarded as the societal norm of beauty hopefully penetrated her little mind however I'm not sure if she was able to fully grasp that although that was a big part of the message even though that like because Barbie really thought that like she was saving women's lives and empowering women in her Barbie world and then she went to like earth and realized that like she's fucked up the world. Oh. So it was like a rude awakening because she's living in like this Barbie world of like, I help women feel powerful and every day is great. And that's not. And then speech. she went into the real world and it's not. And everyone hated her. So I appreciated that. Is there, was that a, that's there was a speech by America Ferreira that kind of brought tears to my eyes. It was like everything that I feel like we always talk about on the show um, in a 30 second speech. Hmm. So I appreciated that. But I don't think I don't really think that movie's for kids. Since
1: we're movie critics now. Um, I also watched a movie last night. What is it called?
0: Oh, I saw uh, that. Oh, clone I Tyrone. It. Is it called Clone Tyrone? Uh there they clone Tyrone. They clone Tyrone. That was with Jamie Foxx and tonight uh, Tani- um she's from Dear White People. And Oh, um yeah, there's a couple people in that movie. Yeah
1: it was like spooky but like uh i liked it i'm really liking black people doing more like suspense uh scary films because we've been like we haven't really been in that space a lot you know so it's nice to see us have be able to have mainstream range um but mostly the movie is real you know it's like an, it's like an extreme version but like i appreciated the tone of the reality of the fact that we are they, like we are targeted in society and brainwashed heavily with food, with music, with like all these things. And it's like we be trying to act like we don't see it. But, you know, good and goddamn well. We're pro- they're programming us and they've continued to. And that's their like means of control. So I liked like the way they exemplified that in a very like spooky way. But then it makes you think like, oh, shit it's
0: real. Yeah. And no, I enjoyed it, too. I just, you know, Jamie Foxx, he's just, he is just, he's epic. He can just do anything. I loved him in that film. Um, so yesterday, Mila and I were here at Good Good Media Studios. Check out our studio for all your podcasting needs. Link in bio. Um, and we were here working and then I opened the fridge and I found some like mushrooms that Lizzie Jeff had left for us. And I recall her telling me that they were micro doses. She did tell us that. She's like, these are microdoses. They're very light. Like goddess mushrooms. What are they called? So yesterday I was like, you know what? Let me take some of this because I've been just, I don't know, just been feeling not even edgy. I just feel like I needed something to make me just feel more grounded. So I was like, a little light microdose would be fine. Bitch, I took the mushroom or the chocolate and like 20 minutes into it, I was like, huh, this is. That familiar feeling that you get, you know, that little tickle inside that you get, and then I was, I had ordered food and I ordered food, and then suddenly I like was not hungry at all anymore. And then I was on my computer, and I, I was told, I was like, I can't even look at my computer. This is overwhelming. We we're getting emails, and people are asking us to like answer questions, and I was like, Oh no! And then I was like, I looked over at Mila, and I was like, Bitch, I'm, I'm high. Like this is not a microdose. Like I'm on mushrooms, and of course, <laughs> at work,
1: and of course, because she took one, I took one. <laughs> And she was like, I don't, f- I feel high. And I was like, I think I'm okay. And then eight seconds later, I was crying on the couch. <laughs> It's like, I think not. I'm not okay. And we had clients here and
0: she was crying. I was like, let's get this together before they're like, what the fuck? I know. I'm like, I was wondering if they actually, now that I'm sitting here, I don't think they could see us. But Mila was like like, sitting on my lap, like crying. I'm holding her. I keep looking over because I think people are looking at us. Our clients are like, why the fuck are they crying in the studio? You know,
1: (laughs) you know what it is too? It's like when we go on these retreats and we leave for so long. We really are in these containers that are so safe. You can literally do whatever you want. And it's totally normal and safe to cry midday in a group of people for no fucking reason at all. And no one questions it. You just get hugs and love. And so then you come back to this real world and you're like, people are going to see me cry. They're they're
0: not in the container.
1: I know. They're like, bitch is crazy. (laughs) Uh, But... No, you know what it is? I think we need to microdose more. I think if we did it more like every day, like maybe we need to do it again today or maybe not. I have shit to do, but i have studying. But if we did it every day, it probably wouldn't feel so intense.
0: Yeah, I think that sometimes because I go long bouts without taking mushrooms that when it comes, it's really intense and it's actually really overly emotional at first. Whereas like I see some people take mushrooms and they're just like super happy and functioning immediately where I have to like go through a whole process to get there. And so when I left you, I had to do like a lot of breathing in the car. I was like doing a lot of... And then, you know, I will say it was a micro ish because it didn't last long. No, That feeling, the initial feeling was intense at first and then it kind of dissipated and then I... You know, I I was with Irie and then last night she was like, mommy, will you watch me jump on the trampoline? And I was like, sure. And she did like at least five different dance performances on the trampoline. And I was so happy watching her. I was like, oh my God, this is the best shit ever. And she was killing it. Like she. Her her rhinestone boombox. No, she had the, she had the um, hula hoop and she was like doing, she was like a hula hooper. With like a trampoline Hulu on over? the trampoline doing all these I wish I would have recorded it but again I was trying to be present but it was really beautiful like she was really in her I just saw her tap into just something where she felt totally free and she was improvising and she was just in her zone and I'd never really seen her like that because sometimes when I see her perform like if she's doing with Luna like she feels like insecure not insecure but like competitive she feels like she's has to be competitive or she's like trying to like emulate something and i would kept telling her and i was like i don't know so i was like is it the mushrooms talking <laughs> and i was like baby like you are really embodying like freedom right now i see it i see like the freedom coming through she i see the all of the hours and hours and hours of hip hop classes that i've paid for Not hours and hours. <laughs> finally i see some rhythm happening here i was like wow this is amazing and so this morning i actually woke up and i um, worked out and then I got the hula hoop and I like hula, I like hulaed for 20 minutes. And I was like, I need to start doing this shit more often. Like, yeah, really you do. C- Remember you bought 17 hula hoops for the retreat. I know. I that think you shipped cross country. I'm, I'm. Worldwide. Good, I'm stepping into my hula hoop era. I think every morning it helped me kind of like connect to my body and just feeling really feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, And also it's a workout, but. I re inspired it last night. I don't know if it was the mushrooms, my daughter, and the hula, but it did what it needed. It did what needed to be done. You
1: know what? It's it's really nice. Like, it's not well. Obviously, it's nice watching our kids grow up, but they're at this age. You know, shit, they're about to be nine, and Luna is about to be nine, and I am just like, what the fuck? And even this trip, just like seeing them be little women, is just like a huge, like it's a, a huge quick shift, and like even come into their femininity and their sensuality and be okay with it. And like feminine, it's like, it's really a sight to see on the beach the other day. Uh, we were taking pictures and then the girls were like emulating our picture taking, but like Luna has these pictures and she's like looking back, like flipping her hair. I was like, okay. And she had like a slow motion video and she's like, like all gentle and like graceful
0: and like, and I'm like, okay, I see you, boo. That's what I saw last night. I'm telling like you, f- when I redid her performance, I saw like... <laughs> your femininity coming, coming saw, out, like, yeah. I saw like the feminine essence of, of her, her. yeah. Like, not like the little kid. I mean, obviously she's it's a, a kid, kid, but... But like, I saw that essence come out of her and I was like, wow, okay. I, I, you know what, and I think a lot of times
1: when parents see that, it scares them because it it's Getting like you're excited. acting grown or like you're emulating something. But yet, not only like... Yes, and no, like like you're emulating everything you see a fucking Barbie and like beyonce and like all these things, and us, but also like it's in our it's in our innate nature does that make sense innate nature mm-hmm. to you know be little women in training, and like I'm just so happy that we are smart enough not to like discourage it or make it a like make it a thing, but just. It, it makes such a big, it makes such a difference to be able to be empowered in your femininity at a young age and not be afraid of it. Because I see so many women be afraid of themselves, be afraid of their bodies, be afraid of their sensuality. Um, I went to um, the Freehand Hotel this weekend. And I was at the pool and I met some women because I'm a friendly bitch. And one of the women gave me a piece of mushroom. We were talking. She was older a little bit. Shout out to Genevieve. She's probably never gonna know me again, but <laughs> she was just like saying something about my like my my bathing suit and like I was just telling her about the retreat and like we we get naked and we like be free and we hang out and like she's like I can never be naked and like even with the, like a group of women she's like I can't even be naked alone and I was like. Huh? And I, I know that this is to be true for a lot of women. You know, we start to age and our bodies like do things differently, or we have babies, and then we're it's harder for us to embrace the things that you know the standard of what our bodies are supposed to look like. But like, really, truly, like that's our power and like our sensuality. When you lose that, you're losing a part of yourself, and it doesn't matter what size or what happens as you evolve. It's like a it, it's a it's essential part of our existence and acknowledging it and watering it and i'm just like it's something that you have to start doing even in childhood you know instead of like confusing women by being like stop doing that stop being that way you know even like the shit my parents used to get on me about like i refuse like wearing fucking glitter on eyelids tying up the shirt you know like luna does that and i used to be like who do you think you are and now i'm just like come on girl you know what i mean i remember being like six years old and having those little plastic like high heels and clickety-clacketing all over the supermarket, all over places. Like, I was going somewhere. I don't even think you're supposed to wear those motherfuckers outside. (laughs) (laughs) But I was clickety-clacketing. But that's who I am right now. clickety clacking ass high-heel-wearing bitch. And my dad talked shit to me and called me grown and stuff, but, like, I still wore them. I cried. But, you know, just, like, the world, creating an environment for our girls that um, encourage them and embrace their sensuality and their femininity really could, like, essentially are tools that are going to, like, carry them for a long time, especially in a world that men are going to tell them they're too much and other women and all these things
0: are, like, to fear their bodies in ways. No, so- I was really excited, to even this morning, because <clears throat> I was still thinking about it this morning watching her because I was really in awe, and I was like, I want her to know, like, that's that was beautiful and so i woke her up and i was like i'm still thinking about yesterday she's like, and she's what? like what the fuck are you talking yeah about? like bitch." what you- i'm like that was so amazing you were doing you were really like doing your thing and and she knew it she felt really confident because she did one song and she was like i want to do oh you know what then she also did she was on the- <clears throat> she's like what song should i do she's like oh wait one second i need to talk to m-. what did she call them her um what did she call them she was, like, talking to people mm-hmm. on the trampoline. She was like, oh, hold on. It's, like, my spiritual, like, crew or something. She's like, one second. I need to ask my spiritual crew. And then she went like this. <laughs> and then she was, like, talking to them. And she was like, hmm okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we want to do Rihanna Umbrella. Oh, okay. And I was like, wow. And she kept doing that. And I was like, I've never seen her do that before. I was like, where did this come from? Like, does she have is she like tapping in in some way that I like that I've missed or something? Or like, is this moment right now where she's tapping in because she did that. And then I saw her do something I've never seen her do before. Mm. So it was really powerful. And that's why I think it stuck with me the most, especially that. Cause I was like, who the fuck is she talking to? I was like, Oh my God, I'm so happy that whatever, whatever, whatever spiritual crew she's calling in, that's that she knows that she can do that. I actually need to ask her about that. Cause I was like, huh, well, you know what I, I, I didn't
1: consider and then I I, I thought about because um, – Okay, so this, this time uh, – the girls have come with us, you know, the second half of many retreats. But this time they stayed on property um, even though we hid them uh, most of <laughs> the time. And they kept saying, are you going to stop hiding us from the girls? You're hiding us from the girls. I feel like Drake. <laughs> uh, hiding our kids from the world. Um, but – um. You know, Lajela, who was one of our uh, healers who came and assisted and gave Akashic readings and did our cacao ceremony, who's amazing, um, she mentioned to me in my reading, she was like, this is really powerful for the girls, just being in this space, they are getting the medicine, just being here on the property, like they don't even have to be completely like, they don't have to be involved in anything, but they are, um, you know, getting this this medicine, this medicine and... Uh, one one day, they're begging us to do things, and I had said no five times. So finally, it was my turn. I'm like, okay, let's go to the beach. Also, there, i just yeah. So we went to the beach, and the water is being a little bit aggressive. And I was like, we need to ask the ocean to let us enter her. And and then so we held hands, and I was like, ocean, come, may we please enter? And then she slowed, and then we got in, and then like Luna was like, ah, crabs. I was like, you can't disrespect the ocean. You can't disrespect its creatures and want to get in. So we started to talk to her and then I was like, listen to me girls, put your hands on the sand, put your hands at the shore. And they're like, looking at me and I was like, dear ocean, <laughs> like did a whole thing. Like, thank you, thank you for providing for us. Thank you for letting us like eat from you, let us like for helping us thrive. And so they, they like repeated after me. And I was like, and then they're looking at me and like, they're like, whatever. But I'm like, they think I'm crazy. But then three days later, we went to the beach and they are like, the ocean said, get in. <laughs> And I was like, I'm drinking. And then Irie was like, Ocean, her mom's drinking right now. (laughs) I was like, you smart ass. But it's true. Like um, they're being attuned through us, you know, like just the simply the energy of seeing and hearing what's happening. Because even when I got that reading, um, they were downstairs, but they couldn't really hear. But I'm sure they're like, what the fuck are they up there doing and hearing bits and pieces of it? And I was, like, kind of sharing with Luna, like, who, she, who we were to each other in a different life, that you know, we were husband and wife. And she's like, what? And, like, but just having the, having the mindset and the, like, the scope, broadening the scope. Because as a kid, if your parents don't believe in certain things, a lot of times you wouldn't even think of those things. So for her even to have the, like, the two cents of, like, okay, hey, we could talk to the ocean. Hey, we could talk to spirit guides hey, I can, you know, like, we've maybe lived other times and we've been here together before. It just broadens their, like, young mind's imagination. It's like, they're going to have to do so much less work undoing the socialization because they've been with us in these spaces. And it really is a beautiful, beautiful thing to witness. Mm -hmm. And, like, even just as moms, we say things and we plant seeds and then we keep going and we hope that it, we hope that it, like, imprints on them, but... It does, and you know what this brings me to our affirmations. Luna was having a um, having a, like, a, like being scared to go to sleep and saying she was scared, and I was like, um, I'm brave, I'm strong, I'm powerful. Nothing's coming to get me, I'm safe. I'm brave, I'm, brave, I'm, I'm strong, strong, I'm, I'm powerful, Nothing's coming to, to get, get me, I'm, I'm safe." safe. And, like, a few weeks later, she was, like, getting nervous. Like, she was getting scared or something. And out of nowhere, she was like, I'm brave. I'm strong. I'm powerful. Nothing's coming to get me. I'm safe. And I was like, yes! (laughs) Oh, my gosh, I remembered it! I didn't even remember it! And I was like, okay. Like, it it reminded me that she's always listening and she's always watching. And, like, it's powerful to plant these small seeds of... There are powers outside of us that you can tap into, you know? so." Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. I guess I, I guess I didn't correlate the experience that we had in Mexico with this experience that I witnessed yesterday, but it's definitely they're definitely linked. And even you t- you saying that you know Luna pra- like adopting that practice or adopting that that affirmation even before Irie was doing her thing, she I, she was like, okay, I'm going to take some deep breaths, and so she was like. <sighs> And I noticed, like, there was a difference between when she didn't take those deep breaths and her trampoline performance versus when she did. Like, she just performed better. And she knows that that is a tool that she needs to use when she wants to focus, right. she wants to ground. So I am, I am grateful that we've been able to... You know, create these spaces for them to come, even if we are hiding them from the world. <laughs> we didn't hide them. We I mean, didn't want to hide them, but you know, a lot of these women are coming to get away from their kids. get away from their kids, and you know, they don't. I know for me, like, I don't want to swim in a pool with a bunch of kids. No, I don't. I'm on my retreat. Like, no thanks. Even though we let
1: them get in the pool the last day, and I really, I do, I, I like. I like them being able to see us like adorn ourselves, be half naked, and go back out, come back in. And
0: like, I know our, they saw a lot of outfit changes and transitions in between the retreats between us like wearing lingerie half naked, us coming in wearing like witchy shit and long gloves with glitter on our eyes, and... us howling, hearing people scream, seeing other women walk
1: around naked, like even if it was briefly, you know. And I think it is really important for them to um just be attuned in that in that space and see what it looks like for women outside of us to be naked and to be free and to be in like in a circle mm. so and then oh and then Luna said something to me which I was like I hadn't even thought about and she's like I was like you know you know our hope is that we're going this is our first time here and we're going to do another location another location so we can continue to like explore and 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 find and you know travel to new places together and she was like um When you guys are done with the Good Vibe Retreat, are me and I, are you going to take it? I was like, yes, you are, baby. That was like her thought process, like even understanding like this is something that she wants to do. Even if she's not really 100% sure what the fuck we're doing over there, she's with it, you know. And I'm like, I'm proud, you know.
0: Yeah. It's a backward time. It is. I need to smoke a backward. Okay. I rolled it, the vanilla, but let me just add my little... Little honey. You know, I'm still processing everything that happened at the retreat. Um this was our first time going away from Costa Rica and hosting women in a different space and it was different. It felt different. Um, but all in but in the best ways possible, I think. I think there's definitely a different energy when you're next to the ocean versus tucked away into the jungle um both of these groups were a lot more intimate they were smaller groups than we've had before um we had a lot of people come back we had three people
1: who were who, who had come other t- other on other retreats that came to this one which is like is super affirming for us and s- feels really good that you trust like you had such a good time the first time every time i do this i feel like oddly like sexual <laughs> even though i don't really like skinny penis that's a
0: long backwood
1: no, it's just how I rolled it. Um, sorry, I got distracted because I have a potty brain. What were you thinking?
0: <laughs> no, I was just thinking, no, I was just, I was saying it, it is affirming. And even we just announced our next retreat in Costa Rica in February next year. And we already have four girls from this retreat that are coming to that retreat. So it makes me feel good that we've created, a, you know, these circles where women feel safe or they feel recharged, you know, a lot of these women went home and said, I'm not, I feel activated. I'm not, I'm not exhausted anymore. I'm ready to, to, to make my dreams come true. I'm ready to divorce my husband. I'm ready to love on my husband. I'm ready to stop doubting myself. I'm ready to change my career. I'm ready to level up in my career. And that's really the, the purpose of the retreat is to Question everything and rebuild the best parts of yourself.
1: I mean, just really come back to your power. And I saw that happen. I saw that happen. And it is the most fucking rewarding thing I've ever seen. Like to see people come one way and just slowly blossom out of their comfort zones is literally the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like I'm thinking of like Connie, who's like quiet, but then by like the last day, it was like twerking in the pool. Or even Ashley, you know, like the first time she came until this time she came twerking in the pool. She's like, take a picture of me, butt ass naked. And I'm like, <laughs> I yeah. love you. I mean, <laughs> and, like,
0: And Yeah, I would say like, her transition has been the most beautiful thing i think i've ever witnessed to be yeah, honest sure. because where she was at in our retreat last year versus this year it's a totally different person
1: it is and even even she recognizes it and we had someone I'm who like so proud of her so proud so proud like i went out one night cuz i'm thirsty and i really wanted to go salsa dancing but it was like the first night the girls got there so i was like anybody want to go out and everyone's tired no one to go so i was like fuck it Ashley was like, I'll go. I was like, okay. She barely spoke the first retreat. She was like, we're out here. I was like, okay. And, and then she offered some really beautiful words to, you know, another woman came who was like releasing heavy. And she recognized that in her and she was like, and you know, there was a moment me and Erica were embracing that woman and Ashley witnessed it and she told her, she's like, I really wanted to tell you that that was me last year and I'm a totally like I feel totally different, so I'm just it really brings me joy to see you experiencing what I experienced last year and just giving her like giving her encouragement that like everything can change after this because it has for her you know, mm-hmm. and it really is the most rewarding, most beautiful um purposeful shit I know I say this every time, but like every time I do this, I'm so affirmed that I'm doing the right thing, I'm so clear that. Women, especially brown and black women, really need spaces and each other to just be free. And we've been so contained and so hardcore because we got to we got to do the get the shit done. Because sometimes we're not protected. Because sometimes we're not supported. Because sometimes we don't feel protected or supported. And so that there's no time for crying. There's no time for like giggling and bullshitting. There's no like up oh, naked. Why? so it's just like giving women the opportunity to tap into that that space is medicine and i think we underestimate what medicine looks like you think you t- you know you pop a Xanax or an Advil or whatever the doctor prescribes to you and you think oh you know this is medicine but no it's like being around genuine ass women it's like
0: well it's even too like i think about therapy and mm-hmm. you can sit in therapy for hours and hours and months and months and slowly start to feel the effects of whatever the work is that you're working on. I feel like in these short five days, it is like therapy on crack because you're actually putting so much of the work into practice. You're forced to get out of your comfort zone and you're excited to do it. Whereas therapy, a lot of times it's like a singular practice that you have to work on by yourself. But when you're seeing women that are all in different maybe aspects of their life, journeys of their life, um, taking off their mask, it's giving women permission to do things that they may not ever get to do just being in therapy and saying, "Okay, now go home and put this put this conversation into practice. You know, and I think that's why we see such a rapid transformation in these women's lives afterwards and I'm not a therapist um but however
1: ashley's Ashley's therapist recommended that she go on another another retreat, and that made me feel really happy and I'm like more therapists should recommend retreats like this so that women can have these experiences because it truly that fuck the prescription this is the prescription right, And when she told me her therapist recommended it, I was like smart therapist.
0: <laughs> no, it's true. I think even for me, it's there. it's been it's extreme therapy and I've had to face a lot of things too. Even this last retreat, I realized, <clears throat> I think, I, I don't necessarily label myself as an empath. I think maybe because my idea of what an empath looks like, um, I don't know. I have, I guess, a, a specific view on what an empath looks like. I realized that I... Am in a different way, and that I take on a lot of energy un- unwillingly almost. Like, I don't even realize I'm taking on energy because I feel like I'm really good with, like, okay, well, like, I know how to compartmentalize this like boundary. Like, oh my gosh, she's going through a release. I'm going to be here to support her, and we're going to work through this, and that's that. But I realized I have to have things in place if I'm going to be in these spaces, um, facilitating and also participating in the medicine with these women that allow me to cleanse from these experiences. And I'm still, I feel like, even today and now, undoing some of, some of the, I don't want to say, I guess undoing some of the, releasing some of the feelings that I've taken on from other people that I didn't even realize I took on. Like when we were supporting... Someone through, you know, when we did our mushroom ceremony, we were supporting her. I saw a lot of women that I know in her. And also a fear of like, oh, if I don't choose myself, I could be right here. I could be right here. And it scared me. And I I carried that with me. And, you know, when you are doing this kind of work, What I've realized is you do, you have to have things in place afterwards to cleanse yourself and to feel like, okay, those things are not part of me. I've helped someone transition through this journey, but it's not part of my journey.
1: It's not mine.
0: And I'm not, I haven't quite figured that out yet, how to do that. I know that like after these experiences, I probably need to take like four days to myself and... Do a lot of like spiritual shit for myself: saging, meditating, crying, swimming, massaging. <laughs> you know, but like I really took that for granted, or I think people take that for granted because even I was trying to explain to my mom how I was feeling, and she didn't understand. She was just like, "Well, yeah, babe, you can't take on people's energy." I'm like, "I don't think you get it. Like, it's, it's a, not it's intimate. And it's, it's not personal, like yeah. it's not like I have. I don't have control over it, right?" It's beyond my control. It's not something that I'm like, okay, I had this conversation, it was heavy, but that's your shit and this is my shit. Yes, I can do that. But when there's like a lot of feminine energy and just this power moving through this the groups, it's almost like it's an invisible like latch on to you. Like you don't even realize it's happening. Well, I
1: think what what I've discovered in the retreats is that like especially in that moment, in a lot of moments, seeing people release, seeing people like hearing people's the things that they're releasing, it's like it's 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 all very similar. We've all experienced similar things. And it's that's the thing. It's like it's all of ours. It's collective, you know, and it's not personal to us, but there's a collective Attachment because I know that feeling. I understand what that looks like. I understand if you don't release, this is what it could look like. You see your mother, you see your grandma, you see, you know, friends that refuse to, you know, give themselves permission to release. And then you see like what can happen if you don't honor that part of you and you don't have practice. And it is scary. That shit scared me too. And I saw my mom and I saw like, you know, there's this like, ter- there's this you know, angry black woman stigma and we all hate it, you know, like, but it's like, that's, that's the stereotype. And it took me a long, like I, I I realized that exists because yeah, bitches can be angry if everything is put on you over and over and over and over again, and yet there are no tools to show you how to move out of those spaces and release it and choose yourself. And it's scary. It's scary. If I, like, even for me, if I hadn't come into this, you know, fallen into this space who I could have become. And it's like, choosing joy and choosing yourself is a real life job and it's a real life um it should be a really a huge priority for us because it's not sustainable otherwise and then you'll be angry and uh bitter and resentful and you don't even fucking know why and it's because you haven't given yourself the opportunity to to like pour it back out
0: i am sorry i'm having this like vision of like what i'm trying to explain and it's almost like a lot of these women are coming to do shadow work, whether or not they realize it or not. And within these shadows, there's like these, there's these egos, there's these alter egos that start to kind of come off of their bodies and they start to kind of just wander around trying to find somewhere else to latch onto. Like almost like these shadows that are just like walking through the property of of our retreat. Like, okay, well, she's trying to get rid of me. Where do I go now? And it's like... The ocean. The ocean. But I felt like... These shadows and these feelings and these energies were like touch like latching on to me in ways. Not all of them, but there's a residualness that's happening as someone that's facilitating the retreat. And it's almost like a testing of my own practices. It's like, oh, bitch, you want to open you want to crack these bitches open. Oh, you want you want you want their shit to spill out. Okay, well, I'm going to come for you. And what are you going to do about it? What, what what practices do you have in place to protect yourself from this type of energy? And I realized that that I didn't have, I don't want to say the armor because I, I don't want to have armor when I'm in these spaces, but I do have to have a level of protection. And I didn't <laughs> and I haven't. And so I think moving forward, because I, I'm i dedicated to this journey of retreating and creating these circles for women, that I do have to figure out what that means for myself and that's leaning on other women that have been in this space longer than me and asking them like, what the fuck do you do after an experience like that? Because a bitch was crying in the room for like three hours and I couldn't explain why. And even my daughter came in she's like, mommy, are you okay? And I was like, Oh my God, am I traumatizing her? She's like one time when I was in Mexico, my mom was leading retreats and then she cried in the room for three hours and I kept coming in and she was still crying. (laughs) Not sure why, <laughs> and it's like Mommy wasn't sure either, but I think now that I'm thinking about it that's that's really what it kind of felt like. It felt like like these this this overspill of things that women had been harboring for so long that had finally started to kind of release, and that energy has to go somewhere, and it either goes like you said to the ocean, to the water, or it can attach to other people and it got it was kind of heavy
1: it gets heavy but i for, for me i feel like i have such i don't know like it's new it's different but i'm so i'm it's i'm so clear about the outcome you know what i mean like i i, I can i can physically see the energy move out and that brings me joy you know and like Sometimes we don't, like we're not perfect people and we're just, we're going on intuition and, um, but seeing it release from people, seeing people purge and kind of finally let go is so rewarding. And like, I'm a, i am I am an empath. Like I can feel things very deeply. I'm also like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, this trip kind of solidified and affirmed for me how much this is my work and so like i'm not i af- i'm not afraid of it i'm just like i can embrace the hard times because i know there's like i know the other side of it i think i do feel the sadness that there are people there are women <clears throat> who will never experience this there are women who will take that pain and that hurt to the grave and to their next life and maybe their next life mm-hmm. after that you know and like to have the <clears throat> privilege of giving someone the opportunity to put that shit down Right now is so it's so rewarding. It also is scary, is that like I have the I have the power to facilitate that, and also I may not ever save some of the people, the closest people to me, Mm. and not save, but like help. Like I know these tools, but like there are people that are so close to me that they can't receive the medicine. Oh
0: no, they won't. They won't, and they can't because they've judged you or judged me, and. And that's the whole reason people come on the retreat and why we encourage people to come by themselves because people will hold you to a certain standard or to your choices that you've made and cannot see you as a healer, cannot see you as someone that can facilitate like a heart opening experience for someone, a transformation, a breakthrough. And that's why it's so important for women to come alone on these retreats. But also it is heartbreaking to know that there's certain people that not that like we're going to go and save all of our friends but like just the fact that we can't even see each other eye to eye in that way because honestly like part of that there's there's healing for me or for you with that person if they were open to it it would be a mutual exchange of healing it's
1: always a mutual
0: you know and so it 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 is like th- i think about like some of the women in my life my mom you know we've had this is our second time we've had a mom and daughter come on the retreat and More and more, I envy it. Me too. I'm like, and my mom said she wanted to come this last one. And I was like, oh, my God. But then also I was like, please don't. (laughs) I'm scared. But I know, I hope that, I hope that one day we can. And I hope that one day I won't feel that way. And I hope that she'll be able to come and receive something from me. And I will be able to receive something from her that maybe I haven't, I I wouldn't, I haven't been able to receive in our everyday life.
1: I think when women come, like, they don't know us and, you know, it's not – so they're not – they don't have a previous expectation of how we're supposed to show up. But I think a lot of times in, in the worlds that we live in, in general, it's like, oh, you don't have a degree in healing? You don't have a – you don't have a therapy degree. Oh, you didn't like – you didn't do – You didn't do 22 hours of Reiki training? Right, or whatever the fuck – whatever just – oh, you didn't get your therapy license or whatever, like, whatever justifies – putting your stuff down and telling someone the truth, you know, being vulnerable with somebody, whatever, whatever that is. That's like, Oh, this person's my therapist. So she's eligible and and has credentials enough to receive what I'm saying. And sometimes those bitches have are fucked up too. And they haven't put their shit down. And then it's, it's projecting back onto you. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, it's unfortunate that we live in a society that has like so much, um, It's really white supremacy that doesn't allow us to see people for what they are. Because when I look at myself in this space, mm, it's backward is good. Um, there's imposter syndrome sometimes, and Mm -hmm. there's fear, and there's like doubtfulness about you know what I should be doing or how to do it. Um, But I realize like the person that i've always been like i'm very empathetic i'm very compassionate i want to talk to people i want to stare into your eyes i want people to loosen up i want people to accept themselves you know like that's always just kind of been who i am but i'm like oh like all these traits are traits that have always existed in me
0: well the traits is what your expertise is you know what i mean right but we're so busy trying
1: to go learn traits from some that is your expertise from some you know some campus that we forget to actually scan ourselves and say like, this is actually what I'm good at. You know, I heal because I like to talk to bitches in the bathroom every time. Like I go out and I don't have to do much and women will come to me and I'm like, you want to be my friend? But it's because I have a, I have a friendly demeanor. I don't feel like, I don't think I feel intimidating. And so I can make friends easily. But you know, in this space it's just like, we're doing mushrooms and we're like, in this beautiful on the fucking ocean and i just watched like it was Nisha and i think um uh who's our fairy Nisha no Stacy Nisha and Stacy were just like dancing together like holding each other twirling in the sunlight and i like was i just started to cry because i'm like as soon as i doubt anything that i'm doing it's like it's not what you're doing it's who you are and it brought me so much joy to bring someone else joy. And that's really like, if you're an empath, that's really what you're supposed to be doing is because if you're feeling all the time and you're surrounded by places and people that are not feeling good, it's a burden. But if you're an empath and you're creating pleasurable spaces for other people and that are people who are truly in joy, then you are walking in your purpose. And you know there were a couple things that just affirmed that for me in this, in this, you know, my Akashic readings, a lot of cards that we pulled. In fact, after we supported that woman that night, it was, you know, we did our, we did a self-devotion ceremony where we dressed up in lingerie. We watched the sunset and you know, we dance together and we howl and we feel like sensual and sexy in our bodies. And afterwards we just kind of like, everybody went down and there was just Erica and I and then Erin, shout out to Erin, our girl was up there. And she was just like, I just want to tell you that you guys are walking in your purpose and I can see it. And, it, and I'm really proud of you. And I just was like, you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? You know, like thank you, you know, thank you. And I feel that and I receive that. And then I pulled a card
0: and it was like, Yeah, you're walking, walking in your, your path. purpose. Yeah. Like you're work
1: you're walking in your purpose, and it may not be the conventional way.
0: Way. Yeah, that was really powerful that moment.
1: That moment was super powerful. And we all cried. <laughs> Just cried in the in around the altar, in the in the eat like in the darkness under the moon. And then laughed hysterically. And it was just like, this is how it always has been historically. And this is a part of culture of like the culture of being a woman that has been forgotten. And I deeply feel that it is our purpose and our calling to bring back those circles and bring back and normalize these, these practices and really bring black women and brown women and women in general to the understanding that this is our in our nature, and it's not some devil, like devil witch shit. You know what I mean? It's some god shit. This is actually the the, the best way, the best path to God is through you. And if you are avoiding parts of yourself, if you're not um, healing places that hurt, you will not be
0: able to access that 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 God. You can go to every fucking sermon. I swear to God, <laughs> read, read every Bible verse, every verse, every sermon every bible study every private meeting every counseling session and it's so true and speaking of that after our after one of our
1: devotion dances we're literally all half naked some of us are naked like I this is like just Everyone's questioning like who can come? If I'm white, can I come? If I'm black, if'm I'm, if I'm Christian, like literally everybody comes. <laughs> doesn't matter how old you are. We have women as old as 70, if women as young as 22, twenty one. It's like if you come in to get the medicine, it's for everybody. There are no like the, the roles of like age and, and like your career, all that shit goes out the window. We're just women, mm-hmm. girls, really. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I looked at us in a circle, I was like, we're just little girls playing. You know, and we all deserve like space to play as little girls together and hug and like, and it and it, it's just oh so we're all standing in a circle after our session and one of the girls is like, first of all, first she pulled a huge bottle of Don Julio out of her room, rot, like poured tequila in everybody's mouth of the boat. Rode, uh, what is no drove the boat drove the boat. And then afterwards she was like, "I'd like to share something." I'm like, "Okay." She's like 3 Corinthians 3316. I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> she gave us a sermon, okay? Like a full sermon. And, you know, it it, it took me a minute, you know, first of all, everything, everybody's welcomed. I personally i'm not like um a bible goer that's not like my form of practice but i was like let's welcome her and like in her spiritual practice and welcome it here and it was literally a four minute sermon and <laughs> we were all like almost butt-ass naked so it was, kind of, it, was it was kind of ironic <laughs> so it's kind of funny so we all kind of started laughing because we're like not us prayer praying to Jesus and our titties out. Not as praying to the blood of Christ. <laughs> but and 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 every because people come from so many walks of life, there are people who have been deeply traumatized from religion. There are people who are very religious. There are people who, you know, initially didn't fuck with the stars and the moons, and now they're like, maybe I do, you know. So it's really a good it's a really good safe place to um practice acceptance of all people, of all types of things, of all practices, you know, and like be able to be like, that's not for me. However, I'm here to support you girl. You know what I mean? Like maybe don't put
0: the blood of Christ on me, but you know, if you do cool, but you know, it's just like, it's a, it, it's funny. Like I'm thinking of, yes, it's a, it's a great, it's a great place to put into practice acceptance and rebuilding your trust and love, love, for, for women. Yes. For, for people. No, for women, I think, too. Because yeah. a lot of women come, like, they judge each other. You know what I mean? Like, they we, we, we can't, we don't give each other any grace, no. you know? And when you go into this space, this container, that where you fall in love with someone, you're like, oh, my God, I love this trait about you. And then they do some weird shit. And you're like, do I love you? But then you're like, oh, I love you again. It's like, you go, you battle this thing back and forth because you're dealing with people from all different walks of life with different personalities. And ultimately, at the end, There is this lesson that, yes, I do, and like there, we have our differences, and but you're still ultimate at the the end of the day. At the core, we are all just women, humans having this human experience, and there's a level of patience that I think that I hope is a gift for the the women that come to and acceptance and love, despite whatever differences you think you have. Because you will leave with friends you would never have probably
1: regularly approached, have ever met. And it gives you this level of self-awareness to say, why am I, what is it about this person? I don't like, I don't even know him. And what, and are those real reasons? You know, even for me, I I just came off this Tantra retreat and uh, it's a, it, it was school, so a lot of these people I'm seeing on Zoom and there was one girl who's my friend and, you know, she kind of irritated me on Zoom because she was asking, telling long stories and I was just like, Ugh. I had made up in my mind, like, we're probably not, like, going to be the besties and then we got there and I was like, hm, I fuck with you and it, it really is a reminder that connection, mm-hmm. connection, connection and it's something that we've grown, you know, we've alienated ourselves away from but, like, people are people and we have to see people as people white black whatever and 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 it's so important to be able to do that and so often we're on our screens that we don't have the opportunity to sit and stare in somebody's eyes and then be like oh your tears are my tears because i was just crying last night or let me hold you let me console you but like this idea that like ex- existence really is a part of existence is connection. And if we try to go around that and separate ourselves from others, that's also how resentment forms and like anger because you're not giving yourself the same self-acceptance because you're not giving others the same self-acceptance. I mean, acceptance,
0: anger, sickness. I I just had this, I just had this thought like of all the women in our wombs, like being connected by this like thread.
1: Well, you know what I was thinking about in the circle? I was thinking about Sylvia and like, Everybody imagine a red, red cord from your vagina <laughs> to the center of to the, the earth. center of the earth but like I was thinking that like a we're connected this way and also our wombs are connected to the center of the earth which are connected to the umbilical cords of the trees, the roots that grow around us and support us and help us breathe you know and it's like we are this a circular system and we're part of that system our wombs are a part of that system
0: they are but i think we've all we've been so disconnected from our wombs and when you get into a space like this near water with all this feminine energy where women are just ready to let go like there's a this deep connection that happens where you are able to truly accept everyone for every weird fucked up funny strange beautiful little part of them you know and 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 that's why the circles are important because women, we need to not only connect back to ourselves, but we need to connect back to one another and we need to forgive one another and we need to trust one another because I've seen it happen. I've seen the the power when we all are just in flow, mm, like when we're sitting around synergy. the dinner table and we're flowing and it's just, it's what it's about and it's why we've, it's what they don't want us to have. And they've definitely torn that, that part away. And so I'm excited when I see other women throwing having retreats too. Like, so many women are awakening to this idea that we need to sit together. Yeah. And it's, the womb is what connects us. And, you know, like, this
1: is badass birthing August. And so I'm happy we're, we're starting this way just with, like, the womb. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's our heart. It really is one and the same. And if you disconnect from your womb and the power that it holds, then you're kind of disconnecting and hardening your heart. And I, I realized that when we can come together as our true selves and connect in a circle and like really embrace like each other and each other's femininity, it births something. And like like just like Eric and I, we, we talk about this a lot. That you know our relationship birthed this this studio birth this podcast birth this sisterhood and really it's an entity that was created you know when we linked up when we linked up and we decided we we're going to be true friends and really allow each other this like this true bubble of space to show up as like something higher than us took place and that's exactly what happens when we're in these circles is that an entity is created and it's it's really putting back the pieces of this ancient like connection that we have to sisterhood to each other. And it's like, it really is healing the world. You can't heal the world without healing the women and you can't heal the women without healing the relationships that we have with one another. And, um, I'm just like, so grateful that our connection our entity birthed these spaces, birthed the good vibe retreat, birthed this power that we both innately have begun to recognize and uncover through our relationship. And now we've had the opportunity to like allow it to uncover the relationships with other people and the power of other people. And like there are friends from the retreat, besties, two girls came back from the two girls that came together together were on a trip together came back together and the truth was i didn't even realize they were like that close even during the retreat but they traveled together they stayed together and they've been in contact and like that happens all the time but we underestimate how important that is to our healing and we don't take we prioritize we can't do it alone we cannot do it alone oh no.
0: we can't that was beautifully said, my love. Thank you. Gorgeous. Thank you. Bloom power.
1: we just chanted the the seed syllable for fire element, which is at your root chakra. It's your sex chakra and it is for magnetization. So if you want to magnetize something, bring it to you. That's how you tap in. Tapping into the elements of the of yourself that and was- of the earth. Mm. <laughs> So... You're such a witch. I'm such a witch. How dare you use nature
0: and (laughs) elements to conjure up things for yourself. I know. how crazy. Why else would God put him here? Why would you do that? (laughs) Why would you use what God put here? How dare you? (laughs) The devil. (laughs) Uh. go to a lab and make something up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Generic is how you do it. That's what Jesus wanted. (laughs) Plastic. Oh, Uh, my God. Yeah. It's just... It's the simple things that are truly going to be our saviors. And that's the shit that God herself made.
0: Keep it simple, baby. Fire, earth, water, space, air. I was thinking that today, actually. Like, truly, keep it simple. (laughs) Keep the shit simple. Wellness does not need to be... Your wellness, your spiritual, physical, it does not have to be... A 22-step routine. (laughs) Like, you can go to the ocean and feel good. You can masturbate and feel good. You know, like, I can hula hoop this morning. And that brought me joy and set me off this morning because I woke up with an attitude. And then I hula hooped and I felt so much better. And I was like, this was the simplest shit I could have done. Free. Inspired by my daughter. Crazy. Well, I mean, I think we need to. Well, we all know, obviously, they're like you know they're the closest thing to God, right? We all say that. And what do they do all day? Play mm-hmm. and eat and be merry. Yeah. So I think that's too why the retreat is special too, because it, it does it feels like adult camp, and we do kind of keep it simple. It's very basic. It's not basic because you know we're like you know some luxe bitches, but basic in the ideas of the practices that we're encouraging. Hey, scream, bitch! Luxury amenities. Oh my god! The other day, I was Basic I need, medicine. I needed to scream, and I was like, I got my pillow, and I screamed so fucking loud, and I was like, I need to text the Discord and tell them, scream. Hey, today, I'm gonna is it scream in the pillow challenge? <laughs> I think women need to scream in pillows at least once a week. Actually, if you're listening right now, I'm going to encourage you. Or in your car, in your car. If you're in your car. Car, yes, but you're driving and sometimes you got to get out of control. Mm. So I want to encourage you to get that pillow, put your face in it and scream for at least one minute. Matter of fact, set a timer because just when you scream for one minute, no, it's not. You just have to take breaks. But just when you think you've gotten enough out, there's more. And I think that's also kind of like what I've experienced at the retreat when we do our workshop is that there's, there's always more, you know, and As women, like, we don't release in that way, especially don't scream.
1: Well, because you think it's crazy. Exactly. Someone's going to think I'm crazy. Exactly.
0: But why were we given these voices to only speak at a certain decimal all the time that makes people feel comfortable? No, we were given it to fucking use it. And I think some people, like not most people, they have never screamed ever, except in maybe an argument. Right, you know, and even then, it wasn't loud enough. It wasn't really what you felt, and so you still or it, can't, it just comes out. So you place. still sub- suppressed it, and you suppressed it.
1: Well, you yeah. don't say certain things, yeah, because you're worried about the other person's feelings. That that's you know what I realized too. We do tem- we did tequila ceremony, and you go into a pitch black dark oven <laughs> essentially. There's hot rocks in the center, and you pour water over them with some shamans. And um, what I, the first thing I noticed is that. The darkness gives people uh power over their voice, mm-hmm. obviously it's the hot ass circumstances too, but it's the darkness where you get to hear people's sounds, their primal groans, their moans that were in any where I, if I could see you or if I you wouldn't do you, it. If I could identify who that noise was coming from, I would be more you know more sub, self-conscious than to do it and like it's crazy how we just uh i don't know the word i'm looking for like deprive ourselves of the privilege of using our voice even on a very primal sound level but you see kids do it all the time they throw tantrums scream. they scream yeah don't give a fuck where they're at target and you're and the first thing you're like shut the fuck up you're embarrassing us you know
0: Oh Yeah, no, it's true. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why kids, they, they are, they're so such powerful beings. And that's why it's so important to try to preserve that part of them. And trying to awaken that part of us screaming is like, again, keeping it simple. It's such a basic concept, such a basic release that you could do to make yourself feel better. I, I just realized,
1: like, the entire retreat is physically and spiritually a rebirthing. We literally get naked as if we're birthing. We literally submerge in water. We literally scream and grunt and moan and laugh. And it's like we really let these this darkness pass through us and we support each other in birth. But it's really the birth of ourselves. And Erica and I are the duels. And all the women who attend are the doulas to one another to usher out these parts of us that we've forgotten and the parts of us that we've forgotten to let go of the pain the disappointments you know the attachment to things we no longer want to be attached to and um, that we all share common common ground on and like the entire that's what it is like retreat is a dueled rebirth of your room of yourself and releasing the parts of you that no longer serve you and calling back in the inner child. It's a rebirth of your inner child. And it does. It takes for you to be in a childlike state. It takes you to be at a pool in the sunshine on the beach with your girls. It takes you to be maybe with girls you don't know anymore, like you don't know at all, because you have the courage to be who you were as a child and uh it's really 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 beautiful and and i and it is nice to have the children there because it, it's a, re-
0: a reminder It's a reminder yeah. yeah it's a reminder be like them be like this yeah and they didn't have any problem telling us their feelings either because that's the same same thing with kids like our kids were like this is how we feel you're not paying attention you why did you have us come out here it. I could have done this at home, is what Luna
1: said. <laughs> I said, "What would you have been doing at your grandmother's house?" Playing. I, she said, "No, going to the jump zone." I said, "Who was going to take you?" She said, "Marie." I said, "Well, Marie is here," <laughs> and and like her saying, "You," and I'm like, "Well, you're in a floor-to-ceiling windowed castle off the side of the ocean cliff, Miss." you're pretty lucky. I'd rather be playing here than somewhere else. But it was like, those are her feelings. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that she had the intelligence and the vocabulary to express, Hey bitch, mm-hmm. you could have brought me a little bit later in the game. You know, like I didn't need to be here if you weren't going to be spending time with us. And so like we would do days of healing and then go do 14 TikToks with our kids, you know? <laughs> and that like, that's another thing being Allowing each other to unravel and express the feelings and normalizing listening to your daughter's feelings, to your sister's feelings. You know, even, you know, our nanny was like having a day because she's watching two kids all day (laughs) being hidden. (laughs) And And she was like, I'm just having a hard day. I think it's the new moon. And, you know. A guy was bothering me, whatever she was going through. And I was like, girl, you have to express that. You have to talk to us. Like, this is a part of of the village. And it's like, no matter what the relationship, you know, even if it's not your closest friend, hold space for the next woman. Hey, are you good? I'm the type of bitch, if I'm walking down the street, I can see a, a stranger crying. I'm like, are you good? Are you okay? I will hug a stranger, um, you know, whatever. But like, some, sometimes we forget to do that. Or like, I don't have time for this today. I don't even, I don't know. She got her own problems, you know? And it's just like, even in a work environment, even with each other, even with our kids, in all spaces, be compassionate and empathetic and recognize that, like, bitches be having bad days because we're moody, because we feel everything. And that's a part of being a woman. You know, it's just so we are... Like the water and we can take on a lot of spaces and a lot of forms, but we're also very easily imprinted upon and you have to be like able to like guard it and also give grace to others and listen and be like, you're right, daughter. I thought that I was like, listen, I thought that you would like to be here with your friend we're working right now but i'm we're at the end you know we have time at the end of the trip together and that's all i could offer her is the truth and the truth is overall she doesn't really give a fuck about this big ass villa on the side of the ocean she just wants to hang out with her mom and she proved it because later in the last stretch of the trip my dear loving friend booked a airbnb in the
0: middle of i don't know i don't know it was on booking dot com and booking dot com had five stars, had lots of reviews. I did not know that it was very local. We were on a budget, so it was very budget friendly. It was
1: nice inside. It was nice on the inside, but on the outside it was sketch. <laughs> and I was like I was like, you know, just when I think you're bougier than me, I'm bougier than you. Because I was before we went in, I was like, cancel it. Find another one. <laughs> You're going you're gonna to take me from the, the side of the ocean mansion to this? What the fuck? We're grounding. I was it's like... Uh, grounding, I was like, I'm too grounded. Uh-uh. <laughs> and so we went inside, and the girls were like...
0: I love it! It's so amazing. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. Wait, wait. The, my, the best part was when they opened the windows and... The backyard was, not, it was like, the it was, was like a broken down garage of our next door neighbor, like a fucked up like lot, overgrown tree. It was not good at all. They were like, the view is
1: beautiful. <laughs> they're like, oh my God, there's so many hide and seek spots. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, am I a bitch? Because I was ready. They were like,
0: we're- they were just happy to get out of the other spot. This means mom's not working anymore. Right. They're
1: like, they're going to be our friend. I mean, I'm sure they found a reason to talk shit to us 24 hours later, but- it was a true testimony to they don't give a fuck, you know. But also just, yeah, like the feelings, you know, accepting that even people you work with, even people, everybody's going to have feelings. And why not validate them and give them a hug and, and move on instead of taking it personally?
0: Amen, sister.
1: Let the church say amen. amen. Do we need one of those buttons like pasture, pasture weed? So, Oh,
0: like the... You put it right here. Yeah, like do, do, do. Hallelujah. Does that mean you have to wear headphones? No. You know we refuse to wear headphones. We're not those podcasters. This is a TV show. Anytime we go to a podcast studio and they try to give us headphones, we're like, we don't mm, do them. We don't do those. I have an afro. I don't know if that's really going to work for me. Then we're going to be like,
1: our audio isn't good. Like, bitch, because you should have been wearing your fucking headphones.
0: <laughs> <sighs> well, anyway, um, I'm really excited for our retreat in Costa Rica. I can't wait. It's like, our, it's like our home base.
1: It just keeps evolving and it's really beautiful to witness.
0: Now that we've gone somewhere else and coming back there feels even more epic for some reason. I don't know why. I'm just super excited to invite the women back to like our home. Our home base. <laughs> yeah. Um. So if you're interested in coming, if the good vibe sounds like your vibe, make sure you check us out in Costa Rica, February 1st through the 6th, or February 8th through the 13th. um, It's going to be everything we just talked about, plus more. It's such a beautiful, beautiful property, such a beautiful space. All the women that come are supposed to be there. It's like this sacred sister sorority, spiritual sorority energy that gets created when when we link up and we let God kind of play the conductor of okay you are going to be here This you're going to come on week one you're going to come on week two even like this last retreat one girl was supposed to be in week two and then switched to week one and I was like you were supposed to be in this week for a reason mm-hmm. so I'm just excited to bring you guys back to Costa Rica so make sure you check out the link in our episode to get the details on that Um, we pulled a card at the top of the show we did what was it Ooh, that backwood got me a little. I know the backwoods be hitting, girl.
1: Um, this is a two of pentacles. No, two of wands. Sorry.
0: Um, the two of wands. Shout out to Biddy Tarot. Should we email them one day and tell them we like <laughs> we use them exclusively on the show? Are we getting trouble? I don't think we've ever even told them. Uh, we
1: should. Upright means future planning, progress, decisions, discovery. And, hmm. The Two of Wands takes the spark of inspiration from the Ace of Wands and turns it into a clear action plan. You went through the discovery phase, and now what you want to manifest. Now you need to figure out how. You're exploring your options and carefully plotting out the path ahead, accounting for all possibilities and potential challenges. You are open to growth and exploring new territories, so long as you maintain a level of certainty that your efforts will work out in the end. When the Two of Wands appears in a tarot reading, you are not ready to make your move. It's more important that you establish a clear plan before proceeding. The Two of Wands is also about discovery, particularly as you step outside of your comfort zone and explore new worlds and experiences. It may take courage to set out, but this card gives you the confidence of self-knowledge. You know what your goal is and you are sure of its eventual fulfillment. Let your intuition and passion guide you as you confirm your next steps. It uh considers your, it, it indicates you're considering longer term goals and aspirations and are ready to plan what you need to do to achieve them. Sounds about right. Also, shout out to Mahogany Tarot. All brown and black people on the deck. Our favorite deck. I know. Well, that resonates with, I think, where I'm at, where we're at. Yeah. So. Long term plans. We've been doing this for five years, darling. Hmm. Mm. Um, our baby is five years old.
0: The entity we birthed. entity we birthed is five years old. Wow. Shout out to everybody who's been listening for five years. Yeah, I know. It's been quite a journey. If you're listening, I mean, obviously, hello, all new listeners. But if you're an OG listener, I love you. I fucking love you. I really do love you. Thank you. Thank you for sticking by us. Thank you for riding with us. Thank you for not judging us or judging us and then not judging us again, allowing us to be that the pro that process for you. And um I'm just I'm just grateful for this space that I've been given to feel safe to share the inner workings of my thoughts, my life, my mistakes, my judgments and I'm high. Me too, <laughs> and I'm high. So thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm high at work. So thank you. i Am high. Whoa! What do you do at thank work? Thank you for letting me get high at work, guys. <laughs> and it's talk part to of the my, brand. And talk to my friend every week. Thank you. Appreciate that. I really
1: do. I really do. Who knows? What, like, if we would even been friends, had it not been for the podcast, like real friends.
0: Mm-hmm. Well. Something told me to go to that bathroom. Something told me to come to that bar. Something brought me to your Instagram. Somehow I didn't know to—I never saw you really before that—and so it was all
1: as it should be. Imperfect timing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and thank God for like Luna and Irie being able to have like the sisterhood that they have and be able to grow up, <laughs> grow up uh, with each other.
0: I was looking at them in Mexico, and I was like, they've known each other their whole life, like they they ha they will always have that and continue to have that, and I can't wait to see how that evolves and what that looks like and, as adults, yeah, and teenagers and ten year olds and what however long it goes, you know so. yeah <sighs> what a
1: blessing is sisterhood,
0: well, you ready to get out of here, my love?
1: I am I have some work to do. <laughs> I have a thirty page paper due, so oh my gosh college i'm in college <laughs> i'm almost a tantric tantric practitioner and sexologist
0: i love that oh my god It looks like you have a little like mole right here and it looked very you look like for some reason you look very official very official. Like i can see you yes.
1: i'm jamila map the tantric practitioner and sexologist how can i help you <laughs> how can i help your vagina
0: how can i improve your sex life how can i improve? Your pleasure. How can I help you embody every juicy part of life, joy, and sex—pure sex? Ah,
1: <laughs> you can start by saying, "Ah," it's
0: <laughs> I'm gonna start all my sessions. When, when, when we were in the Temescal um, in, at the retreat. I literally heard, and I don't know who it was, but I know how every person sounds during sex. And that was the craziest thing, to be in a womb and hearing everyone's sex sounds. It was like, I felt overwhelmed. Like, my heart started pounding. Like, I was, my heart was racing. I felt, like, this energy, like, building and building and building. That's the thing about tantra, that really, like
1: magical like witchy shit that happens in tantra is that it starts to teach you and like uh, unveil the the power of sex as women and like the power of pleasure sexual pleasure and that doesn't mean necessarily in you know in An act in act the sex act with someone else or like you know but just uh the, the, the energy the energy this life force energy and it also kind of it, it starts to help you cultivate like just destigmatizing it and not um it not not it always having to be erotic and how even in like even for our like our self devotion ceremony, showing up in our sexual essence and moving sexually and like sweating and moaning and like doing it in a non erotic but erotic platonic space is powerful. It is the exercise of the womb, you know, and like we have to exercise that sex, that sex shock, move it because that is really, especially as Black women, like a, something that's been taken from us quite literally and uh it's on a cellular level we require that we have to build back up that that muscle memory that spiritual memory of like how powerful that is without like thinking it's gross or nasty or lesbian or whatever the fuck things people make it because i'm sure it's like people listening to this are like what the fuck are they doing at that retreat <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like um just Like having it be for you and not for an end result of something else. Right. I think that's what people think. Like, oh, you want that because you want attention or you want to get fucked or you want. Right. it's, it's, It's all about everything outside of yourself. Like when you when we're in these when we're doing these ceremonies, it's really about kind of building up that sexual energy for yourself in yourself. With each other and together. And And there's no end result. There's
1: no like, except that you feel, you sweat it out. There is a result. It's not for
0: yourself. It's not for anything else. And I think even as women, like, if you are listening to this and you're, you automatically think, because I think women think like, if women come together and they're doing like sexy shit, are they like lesbians? Are they like, is something nasty happening there? And it's like, no. No. (laughs) Then we went downstairs and ate dinner. We ate delicious dinner and I cried
1: there's just like a sensual aspect of like being in tune with your sexual essence without having to give it away and and we've been so tainted too to be thinking that it that it means that we want attention that it means you want to get fucked it literally we have uh, we have come so far from it because it's a form of protection we've had to protect ourselves in in, in places because we haven't been safe because historically Bad things have happened to women who are sexual or sensual, but it's uh, you have to remember that that is not the truest essence of it, and that's not how it's supposed to be. And being in those type of environments and cultivating those type of ceremonies and um, just energy is powerful. And I can just see tribes women doing it all over the world in ancient times in very little clothing, but just like bringing back. The sex. Bring back the sex. Bring back sex again. I'm bringing sex back. I'm bringing sexy back. I'm bringing sex back. I'm
0: bringing sex back.
1: (sighs) Bringing sex back to the woman. I'm going
0: to make those red Donald Trump hats that say, bring back sex again. Make sex. Make make sex. Make sex great again. Make sex pleasurable again. Bring back sex. Make sex. Make sex good again. Good again. again. We're going to work on that. We're going to work on that. Work Work in progress. Oh my gosh! Anyway, I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you next week. Make sure you go rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Check out the retreat. Check out our cute ass merch, and see you next week.